Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we're going to talk about another movie that was fantastic. It was at least one movie. Yes. So uh, the movie is The Night Flyer. It is a Stephen King movie. Was it directed by him? It was not. Okay. But it was based on a story from, I think, uh, probably one of his short story collections. Yeah. And, uh, well, that... If you like Stephen King movies, uh, then you, especially ones that are kind of, I don't know if this was made for TV, but yeah, it, it had like a, it. it had a feel. But there was lots of cursing and you know and blood and gore. But I don't care. Let's just get started and we'll talk about it. So, Alrighty. the Night Flyer, uh, Britain, do your duty. Yeah. Uh, so the movie stars. Uh, I, what was his name again? Miguel Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer, and he's he usually does a, like a lot of uh, bit parts. Uh, he he's a very popular actor, but like he does very rarely is it uh, is it him as the main character. Fans fans of our show will know him from uh, Project Elf because yeah, we, we just did that a few weeks ago. Yep, he was in Project Elf. He was in uh, he was in one of the Hot Shots, and he was in RoboCop. He was in RoboCop. Uh, that's right. He was one of the scientists that was working on him, wasn't well, he? Well, he was the uh, he was the guy in the ivory tower. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the. He was it was his, RoboCop was his you know plan. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, so it stars him, and and mainly that's it. Uh, no other uh, cast member I I really do recognize. Uh, so he's a, uh, I, I guess a the, the lead reporter for some kind of a tabloid magazine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of like a weekly world review, uh, like uh, w- the, that newspaper that had Bat Boy and yeah. and uh, the world was ending at least once a week. That that magazine scared the shit out of me as a kid. I used to think it was. I used to think these are like real mag. Yeah, like, same here. Like, hey, they print it. My my parents always tell me, no, that that's fake. And I'm like, how yeah. can it be fake if they print it? It's a newspaper. Yeah, like it has to be real, or, or else, uh, or else they wouldn't print it. And something happened, and they went away. But in the <laughs> meantime, uh, he he. he uh, is given a story about uh, some kind of uh, uh, flying Dracula, mm-hmm. and like, or rather, it's a guy uh, who lands in these kind of uh, uh, little airports in these rural areas that are really kind of a uh, like a, like a really for hobbyists, not really for commercial airliners yeah, or any. These aren't anything. big. These aren't big airports. It's not like yeah. he. Not like Dracula's flying into Laguardia or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or JFK. Yeah, he's flying into these shitty little uh, rinky-dink. Uh, yeah, airfields. Yeah, usually, like airfields probably used for a lot for crop dusting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he uh, uh, he would go to these rural airfields and just kind of murder everyone. Uh, yeah, and what? And drink their blood. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. He does drink their blood, and uh, and then kind of flies away. And he they call him the night flyer, uh, because he usually flies in at night in his uh black colored uh they they keep on giving yeah it was a Cessna. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, they keep on giving the model, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, we don't know models. We're we're not plain people. Yeah, we're 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 better than that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, the, the main character, he, uh, who is named, uh, Richard Dees, or... Yeah, Rick Dees. Rick, uh, Rick Dees. Or, his name is actually Richard Dees, but yeah. I call him Rick Dees, because I think, I, I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure Rick Dees 
was the guy who did Disco Duck. That's pretty funny. So I'm pretty sure like that that is how I remember his name. So old Dick Dees goes uh <laughs> uh you know no. he, uh, he he's assigned the story and he kind of he kind of dismisses it as a as a shit story. He doesn't want anything to do until there's another murder and he says uh you know give me that story. Uh, to which it was already assigned to another, uh, there was this new girl who was hired to the paper, and, uh, it, she, he, the story was given to her, but now it's a tug-of-war between these two as to who gets the story now. Because Rick Dees is, like, the top journalist for this paper. Yeah. And, uh, he has a little bit of a legend behind him for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, he doesn't want to do anything that he feels is beneath him. So when the story actually gets good and he takes it away, it's because, hey, I'm the talent here. I, I deserve the best stories. And to uh, to kind of put it into perspective, like the type of uh, reporter Rick Dees is, uh, is he stormed into his boss's office because uh, the story that was printed <laughs> uh, didn't contain the picture of the dead baby he took. And he was quite cross about that. Uh, and I, I, I think that kind of shows you the type of journalist Rick, Rick Dees is. It shows him as a character, too, because Rick yeah. Dees is kind of a dick. Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. Uh, very, uh, like, he, he, very loose morals when it comes to, uh, his, his journalistic integrity. Like, for example, he's on the way to an airfield and just happens to see a fatal car accident on the way and has to get a picture of the bodies. Yep, and he's like, ooh, yeah, daddy-like. Yeah, and, <laughs> and as far as we know, there, there's no, he doesn't take the story, he doesn't write a story, he doesn't get any other information. I don't think there was any... Put that in the uh, old spank bank. <laughs> yeah, like, like he, as far as we know, that he doesn't run anything with that. He just was there to take a picture of the corpses and leave. He just, you know, just in case something pops up with this, I can do, or he can add it to the Night Flyer story. There may be yeah. three more deaths, you know, even though it was clearly caused by a traffic accident. Yeah, he, yeah, I, or maybe he just uh, gets pictures of corpses in case, you know what, uh, this story didn't have enough co corpses in it, let me go to the old corpse file and uh, add some more corpses to this. Rick, for the last time, this is a casserole recipe, we don't need pictures of corpses for this. But it's Halloween! Okay, you, you bring up a good point. Fine, <laughs> fine. Just roll the stupid pictures. And, uh, yeah, the, the, and I think there was another incident that, where we went, wow, this guy's a bit of a mess. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things he did that were kind of wrong. I'm not a journalist, but I can tell you that he wasn't being a good journalist. Yeah. Like, especially because he was taking his pictures and pretty much moving the camera as he's taking them, you know, it was... It was a very, either he was a very bad journalist or Miguel Ferrer just didn't care yeah. about the role. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, another thing he was doing is he would kind of move the corpses around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, like, uh, if uh, someone was laying on their stomach at the at a crime scene, he'd kind of use his foot to turn them over so he can get a better look at the at the damage. And he knocked over tombstones. Yeah, like there was a tombstone, like it had fresh flowers that he kind of threw away and gave it the shitty dead flowers from another grave, and then kicked the tombstone so it was crooked, and then cut his own thumb so he could bleed on it. Which I really don't understand what he was going for. Uh, yeah, yeah, with that picture. He's like, a weird guy. Like, other than, ooh, I'm just gonna make this kind of spooky. I'm gonna make this a mess. Yeah, like the rest of me. And, uh, yeah, that happens in the, uh, I guess the caretaker of the 
of the of the graveyard kind of chews him out and he walks away pissed even though he's in the wrong like it's it's a story where because uh, I know you, you're, you're waiting, you're like, all right, well, then what happens? What the ha then what happens? But no, this is basically the whole story. Yeah, the whole movie is just this investigation. Yeah, ninety-five percent of the movie is them always one step behind this guy, uh, the, the night flyer, as he uh, just murders and gets away with it. Like he, they go to different places. And they conduct interviews, and we get to see flashbacks. Yeah. And that is what the brunt of the story is until maybe about like half an hour left when they find out that uh, he meets up with the girl who uh, decides, no, I'm I'm still doing the story. Yeah. They have a uh, they have a montage together where they're making phone calls trying to figure out uh, which airport has this mysterious plane in it. And they, they find it at Wilmington. Yep, Wilmington, Del Delaware, I'm presuming. Yeah, I hope so. I, well, it makes sense. It's not that far from, uh, I, I think, Maryland. Nope. Uh, and, because uh, that's, that's, that was the pattern that started. It started in Maine, went to New York, went to Maryland, and then Wilmington. We never really figured out where the Dracula was trying to get to. Eventually he'll get there. He's just, like, if he's, he's hungry. If he's going to Transylvania, he's going the wrong direction. <laughs> like he's gonna, what he's gonna do is, I think he's going to fly down the east coast and then maybe kind of go around the south a little bit until he gets, you know, to the west coast, goes up to Alaska, and then he, you know, he's gonna cross the Bering Strait. Yeah, he's gonna cross the Bering Strait and then he's gonna make his way back through there. Uh, he, man, that is, that's like taking four lefts to take a right. <laughs> he's uh, he's got, he's got, in, he's got eternity to get uh, where he's you going. Know, you're right, but you know what? No, we don't have a uh, finite amount of fuel. That's true. And there's only so much blood he can he can drink. Yeah. And, and one another thing that that we have forgot to mention is this guy is much like the original Dracula from the book is carrying his dirt with him. Yeah, we we're assuming he's just kind of hanging out and sleeping in it uh, during yeah. the nighttime or during the daytime rather. Yeah, just sleeping in his dirt. Which why he chose the dirt with the centipedes and maggots in it is beyond me. It's just not home without it, you know. <laughs> they are my, they are my friends. Like it's not it it's not comfortable without it. It would be like if I told you to uh, sleep without the fan on or something like uh, that. That's insanity. Like I don't know, I don't know if, if you guys out there sleep with a fan. Imagine having to sleep without a fan. That's what it's like when he doesn't have his bugs. <laughs> they're, 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 I, I guess it's the Dracula, Dracula equivalent of a teddy bear. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. They they make me feel safe. My teddy flies and maggots. <laughs> oh, there's my teddy maggots. <laughs> Ma, my teddy worm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh. So around the, I, I can't really think of anything else other than the last ten minutes where he he we're gonna spoil we're gonna put a nice big old spoiler yeah. in case you wanted to if, if you were just about to go out and see the night flyer, well uh, if if you want to see the night flyer you're in luck, uh, it is on YouTube where that, we found it that's where we found it with ads yeah uh, yeah well everything on YouTube's with ads that's but, true uh, I. Apparently, uh, something I'm slowly starting to find out is that uh, there's a lot of movies on YouTube that people don't really claim the rights to. They will now when they hear that uh, we're talking about it. Yeah. They're going to be like, ah, oh, you thought you could get it. It's going to be a whole, it's going to be a thing that leads to them cracking down on YouTube. Yeah. They're going to find like, 
Oh, look at all these other movies on here. That's not supposed to be here, and oh. all movies will be away from YouTube because of us. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Would you can? Is this considered piracy? I wouldn't say so. It's on I, YouTube. Yeah, I wouldn't say it is either. Like it's it's available. Not in for a us. Yeah, it's in a it's available in a public forum. We're just in, we're we're just consuming it. We didn't yeah. put it out there. We we're not the pirates here. That the person who had it would probably be the pirate. Yeah. yeah. So go after them. Leave us alone. Like, is it illegal if I look at a, someone's stolen painting? <laughs> this is a uh, look. This is look. I took I took this painting from uh, the Van Gogh wing uh -huh. at the uh, the MoMA, and uh, I brought it right here. The one they got there, complete forgery. It's great. I make my own. Oh, that's that's yeah. That's hey. That's what, a, did you I, just see that painting? Yeah, that was a nice painting. <laughs> that's them putting handcuffs on you. <laughs> You either have to pay the MoMA for admission, or go to jail. People like you make me sick. Yeah, I know. I get that a lot. And I imagine the uh, the person who you know forged the painting. There's no no crime for them. That's fine. Yeah, that, that's kind of shitty. The co the cops aren't going to stop him, but you for looking at it. That's a different thing. Oh, it's. We figured if uh, we punish the people who look at the painting, then it'll incentivize the people who steal the paintings to stop stealing them. Really, it's a trap. It's it's there to just entrap you. That, that's kind of that's kind of stupid. <laughs> oh, ow! Yeah, yeah, we won't miss twice. And <laughs> like, I, I guess that's technically a way to get the uh, uh, the thief as well. It, you know, it's just a scam. Like, yeah. uh, uh, well, we could charge one person for this theft of the painting, or we can make more money. Like, there's a part of me that thinks that the uh, the, the guy who forged the painting is uh, yeah, is, is one of the cops. He's in on it. Yeah, of it's, course. It's like a... It, it's like rabbit... It's like turtles all the way down. It's uh, like, uh, like uh, some kind of big conspiracy. Like, I imagine... Uh, in, in my head, here's... Here's how, right. here's how it's gonna go. In my head. Um, this guy is a, an undercover cop, and he, you know, trying to bust some sort of undercover crime ring okay. uh, for art forgeries, and he brings this art forgery in, and, uh, and he befriends people at the, you know, in his life to have them come in and see the painting and either All go right. to jail or pay a hefty fine of, like, $500 or something like that. So it's kind of like, uh... It's almost the painting equivalent of that that big scandal uh, with the with that judge sending kids to jail and getting kickbacks by the jail. Huh, I didn't hear about that, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be that. And and every time he befriends and brings a new group over, like sometimes he has parties. Yeah. And everyone has to pay five hundred dollars who sees it, especially after he tells them, "Take a look at this. This is stolen." I have stolen this. Like huh. you cannot look at it and not get any trouble. But if you if you look at it like like the wife of Lot, then you have to pay the <laughs> and you have to pay the the price. Uh, I imagine this is a this is a scam that has been going on for centuries. Like it, it dates back to the Knights Templar. <laughs> uh, you know, back when they uh, uh, back when they were training. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're knights to, uh, to, to forge paintings in order to get back at the, uh, these renaissance people who were, uh, and then they, and then start recruiting them, so, uh, all these, uh, all these 
uh, I guess, castles and churches that are having all these paintings mm -hmm. uh, can uh, start paying for their stolen goods. This is like, uh, this is why art is so expensive in the art community. Yeah. Because of all, because this guy here, like, you know, it ra racks up the price of this, you know, exactly. I'm to look at it and then, uh, and at the end of the day, like, you know, if you want an actual painting, that's why it costs so much. Yeah, like before this, you can get a painting, uh, you can get a Rembrandt, uh, you know, at the corner store. Yeah, when Rembrandt was just painting his stuff normally, or Picasso, yeah. like, you know, he, he was just, he's like, here you go, give me ten bucks, I'm hungry. Yeah. And then that would be that, but yeah, and you once would... you make it illegal to look at, and you charge people because they'd already looked at it, then all of a sudden that painting's worth a lot more. Yeah, and then all of a sudden when, uh, and that's when paintings started to go for millions of dollars because they just wanted to get all the, look, if I pay you five million dollars, mm -hmm. there's not going to be a limit to how much I could look at this in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can look at this without having to pay, because each time you look at it, it's a separate fine. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'll just pay you the money so I can look at this whenever I want to. Yep, and because of that, that is what caused the the cost of uh, art to go up. That's right. Like, it's all a scam. Yep, and uh, it, it started off with paints, and then, uh, like, the sculptors, like Rodin, started getting jealous. <laughs> like, what, just because I work with a, you know, a 3D medium? Like, I'm not, I'm excluded from this. So he had, uh, had someone steal the thinker yep. out of that park. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, because there's lots of stolen, stolen paintings, yeah. and it's funny to think that the reason is because there's somebody just jacking up the price yep. and you know like everyone they all work for some sort of law enforcement like even in the yep. renaissance days like you said they were the knights templar working on this yep and you know haha we're sh like they're dressed as da vinci or something or, or <laughs> Raphael, and they're like hey you want to see this oh wow that's the mona lisa yeah, that's gonna yeah. be famous someday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So you want you you want yourself a Mona Lisa, do you? I just yeah. want to. Can I just see it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Take a look. I gotta warn you though, hey. it's stolen. Oh wow, it's stolen. Yeah, so you, you you're gonna have to pay up front. What, what do you mean? But but you, you know how stolen art works, right? All right. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be one doubloon right there. A doubloon? A full doubloon. Aww. Ah, fine, let's see. Here. That's me, that's him flipping it to you. I imagine he opens his coat, and it's the Mona Lisa, but the Mona Lisa as drawn by Mr. Bean in the Mr. Bean movie <laughs> when he tried to fix Whistler's mother. That's not the Mona Lisa. What are you talking about? She's sitting there, there's stuff in the background that looks like a, uh, a some kind of vineyard. Uh, she's wearing the black dress, she's got a face. She's what got, else? She's got one of those enigmatic smiles, you know, like, what do you want from her? That's not the Mona Lisa, it's a stick figure. <laughs> Ah, Come on. You're always an art critic. You know, what do you care more about? Mona Lisa's hands and feet and her arms and legs, or do you care about that stupid smile? Yeah, you know, that smile's like one in a million. <laughs> like, there's, there's a million more of them wherever that came from. I like to imagine that the uh, all this painting is, is just a... Like, a circle, a dot, and a straight line for a smile for the face, and then that's it. Like, that, that is as far oh, as... The, the, so it's not even... There's no detail not, No, no, not at all. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna ask for my doubloon back, because this was clearly not stolen. Hey, hey, hey. No refunds. <laughs> all sales are final. Here, take a look at this. And he takes off another part of his coat that says, All sales are final. <laughs> 
Alright, I see- I see you have a distinguished eye. Alright. Maybe, uh... Maybe you, you want them Van Goghs? You one of them- maybe you like them Van Goghs? You know, them paintings that make you cut your ears off? That's- that's not how that works. What- what- alright, let's see what you got. Hey, whoa, whoa. Cash up front, hey, look, This is stolen. <laughs> uh, uh, a... Hey, look, you burned me once, you're gonna have to- you're gonna have to bend some rules. How am I gonna do- how can I do stick figure versions of fucking sunflowers? Use your mind. Use your head. Yeah, I didn't think you could do a stick figure version of the Mona Lisa either, but uh, I, yeah, here we are. Listen, if if this if this ain't if this isn't what you think it is, don't worry. I then you'll get you'll get your your doubloon back. I, okay, I'll tell you what. Let's split the difference. Just show me a corner. Just show you a corner. Just a corner. A peak of the corner. All right. I just want to see the paint. <laughs> I didn't see a thing. You want- you want another peek? You got to pay a doubloon. No, no, yeah, yeah, just- just- right, here, pull, here. Just peel the- peel the corner bag and let just, me see. Yeah, just a little just bit. A, just a petal of the sunflower. No, no, that's going too far Come, now. You, look, you want- you want me to pay up or not? Well, I already told you, if this isn't what you want, I'll give you the doubloon back. Uh, I- the last one wasn't what I wanted, and he didn't give me the doubloon back. All sales were fine on well, that Well, I have a feeling it'll happen again. It might. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've seen enough. All right, suit yourself. Yeah, this did is you... going for big bucks. You know what? The price is now two doubloon. Yeah, uh, I, I think I've seen it. Two doubloon? <laughs> like, I imagine, like, after they hear two doubloons, like, uh, the... Whatever city is this, whatever city this is in, like, Venice. Rome, yeah. Like, uh, all of the- all of the cultural elite in Venice lines up in front of this, uh, this shady character, uh, to get a peek at these, uh, stolen paintings. <laughs> and they're all legit. Like, hey, sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, uh, come on, I'll give you- I'll give you the doubloon now. Sorry, look, buddy, back of the line. Look, demand went up. Three doubloon. Three doubloon. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I want it first. Yeah, like, like hell you do, like old lady. All the, all the wealthy elite just start shoving him out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it starts a full scale. I don't say riot, but a full scale. Uh, it's like a bank run. Yeah, like everything just goes nuts immediately. Yeah. And finally, like so, by the time. One person gets to see this painting now. The cost has skyrocketed to a hundred doubloon. Yep, and and it leaves him bitter, like he's at the Louvre staring at that stick figure in in uh, <laughs> you know, with uh, with ire. So the stick figure was a real one. It was a it was a real one. Like the the replica the replica that they stuck in the Louvre, um, was actually just uh, was like so much better detailed. They didn't realize how crummy the original was. Yeah, it's. Look, I, I, I'm not gonna- I'm not gonna lie to you, fellas. I know we're French. You can- you can tell by the accent. Uh, uh -huh. but... I kinda like the way the fake one looked better. Oh, that's- that- no, 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 no. I, I know- I know the real one is the real one, but... I, I was drawn look, with a magic marker look, and look at the exquisite, uh, look at the exquisite uh, detail. I don't know how what accent I, that is. That's my I don't attempt. Know. That's my attempt at French. And that's I, just that is just uh, generic European. Like I know, I, I even know a little bit of French, so I know it's all fucked up. Yeah, it, it is as you see. No, no, I'm gonna stop doing French voices. Hey, it's as you will say. Um, yeah. <laughs> look, look at look at the line work here. This is masterful line work. Like uh, the smile is at a eighteen degree angle. Uh, that's no. fan. Like that's amazing. That like scholars have talked about why this degree of angle. Yeah, but the other one was was actually 
actually used paint and had talent. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. This one just seems like a if some kind of kid drew it. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, take a look, watch this. I, I've done this research. Uh -huh. This is... This is 16-degree angle. <laughs> and you can tell me right now, look at that 16-degree angle. Uh -huh. That's nothing. That's shit. But 18 degrees, he hit the magic... He hit the magic... The magic spot right there. Look, I'll do you one better. Go ahead. I'm gonna superimpose the golden ratio over it. Okay. Here. Mother of God. Yeah, but guys, it's- It fits it. It's a stick figure, though, like, watch, I can do it with the other- with the fake. Look at that, it's still perfect. It's it doesn't line up nearly as good. It, it lines up fantastic, what are you talking about? Uh, this is perfect, though. This is utter perfection. Yeah, I guess. Such is life. But- but the- I'm just saying that the other one is more pleasing to the eye. <laughs> Yeah, but this one's, this one's pleasing to the numbers. Listen, kid, art is not about being pleasing to the eye. <laughs> it's about being wrenching to the soul. Art is not about being pleasing to the eye. It's about being pleasing to the thief. <laughs> so, do you enjoy it? Did you yeah. see it? Because it's technically stolen, so you're going to have to pay up a now. Son of a bitch, jail. it's yeah. in the museum! Yeah, the museum stole it. Yeah. You stole a museum? No, but do you honestly think that museums aren't stealing things? Yeah, I guess. So pay up. Uh, how much? Um... Ten doubloons. Ten doubloons? Yep, you should have saw it when you had the chance. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling a lot of, uh... Yeah, a lot of, uh, the... the uh, the paintings that used to exist, uh, or, or the paintings that were famous that that have now gotten missing, like yeah. be it through war or or whatever, or what have you, through thievery, I imagine it, it's more they're not missing, but they're, it's kind of like a savings bond where you have to wait for it to mature before you can uh, unsteal it and give it back to the public. Like you have to, you have to wait uh, 150 years for it to become public yeah. domain. Like, it, it, and then a, you can then you can say that you stole it. Yeah, it's a long con that usually doesn't last your lifetime. But uh, if you can get if you can get it done, uh, then yeah, you 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 get that money. That would be like if um, if like my grandfather you know had passed. Yeah. And like in his will left me uh, this box, and I open it up, and it's like. It's like London at Midnight, or so like some famous movie, lost movie, that is so, like, notoriously has been lost, like, but it, he's been waiting because I stole it, and it's not public domain until next year. Like, it's the missing spider fight from the King Kong yeah. movie. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I took, you know, they told us to cut it out, I took it home with me, but I knew that if everyone got wind, I'd be going to jail. Yeah. So, uh, King Kong will be public domain in a couple of years, then you can basically say, hey, look what I have, and people will people will be so happy, and also it's not illegal anymore, <laughs> my name will be cleared. Yeah, the, by the time, uh, it, like, the, the statute of limitations, it will be over, and there's going to be so many film nerds that are going to, uh, you know, give billions of dollars of this to the auction, uh, that you're going to be sitting on a pretty penny. Hmm. Okay, you know, let's do it now. No. <sighs> You don't- you don't listen, do you? <laughs> you- you can't do it till it's public domain. Yeah. Uh, though that does make me think, like, we need to make a... a famous movie, and then lose a clip. And then just sell it. And then, uh, later on, uh, bequeath the clip to, 
uh, someone uh, further down the line, so 150 years later, they can say, oh, look what I found. Like, I, I want to imagine, or I want to pretend that if I had, uh, in this scenario where we have that missing, or have that missing spider clip, you know, yeah. like the day before King Kong becomes public domain, I imagine I'm just taking a look at him like, ah, tomorrow, and then poof, just catches on fire. Yeah, it's like one of those very, very flammable, a, like it was stored in kerosene. Yeah, it was like old silver nitrite or something, or what mm -hmm. it was, um, and it just, poof, like, oh, 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 uh, you gotta be kidding me, I would've been a billionaire tomorrow. Uh, I knew I should've digitized it when I had a chance. <laughs> well, I, I guess I can still sell, uh, still sell this, uh, this copy of the Golem that goes on the public <laughs> domain in two- <laughs> Son of a- Well, at least I still got the negatives, uh, to, uh, <laughs> Well, you know what? At least I still have my health. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of the whole concept kind of turns the whole art community on its head. If it's just a, uh, if if it's all just big, one big Foot Clan, uh, uh, yeah, where they're just stealing things. Yeah, and where they're just stealing things, and uh, you know, I, I imagine uh, like a Rembrandt. And uh, Da Vinci and Michelangelo are, are just all these kids in the in the Foot Clan Club in the Turtles movie standing there playing pi uh, ping pong or pinball. Wait till they meet Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello, and huh? That's gonna confuse that. That, that that's definitely gonna confuse them a little bit. Like, <laughs> why are you named after us? Why are you named after us? Well, we're named after great Renaissance painters and and sculptors. Uh huh. Yeah, that's us. No, you're a bunch of thieves. Yeah, that's us. That's what we did. Yeah, we painted these, and then, uh, we usually, like, uh, usually, uh, Michelangelo will steal the paintings of, uh, Rembrandt. Rembrandt will steal Leonardo's. Uh, Leonardo's will, uh, uh, will steal Michelangelo's, and Michelangelo, mm -hmm. usually, he just, uh, eats pizza. Uh-huh. And so they, the, the turtles, all four of them, go the next day to the, the New York City courthouse to change their names legally. Yeah. We don't want to be Raphael or Donatello anymore. Are you are you giant turtles? We're beyond that now, Judge. We we need a system to work for us. Well, uh, seeing as you don't legally exist in the New York uh, county court system as a person, you can call yourself whatever you want. Alright, so, um, Leo, what are you going to call yourself from now on? It's got to start with an L. It's on your... It's on your uniform. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, I didn't Larry. think Larry. <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> I don't want to be Larry, though. We got Larry, uh, we got Mick, <laughs> we got- we got Ricky, <laughs> and, and we got, of course, uh, uh... Donovan. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping for it to be a, a kind of uh, nicer name than the rest. <laughs> well, why does he get to be Donovan? Ah. Is Donovan like a famous name of like a singer or something? Donovan is a singer, yes. Yeah, I don't know who Donovan is. He sings. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, fair, fair, fair enough. So, yeah, I, I this is this is how they fight crime now. I imagine they go, they they still do everything the same, but they're just about ten percent less cool because their names are stupid. Let's get them, Larry. Now, do you think, uh, do you think Shredder or not Shredder, uh? Splinter is like, I did not name you that. <laughs> like it, it's like it, like it, it kind of breaks the uh, the family apart a little bit. Like, 
No, Master Splinter, I'm Larry now. That is- I named you Leonardo for a reason. Yeah, but Leonardo's a dirty, filthy kid. He's a- he's a- some snot-nosed little brat little who's just sitting there- He's- uh, yeah, he's a good painter. He's a little punk, is all he is. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But did you see his paintings? It doesn't matter, they- Look at- Alright, so... Uh-huh. This is- this is the Last Supper, right? Yeah. That's the fake. Here's the original. All stick figures. Who- who- who's doing these- who's doing the- the, the fakes? Ah, it doesn't- let's see, this one is, uh... Muffy Poindexter. Ah. <laughs> uh. This one is... Lumpy Snodgrass. <laughs> it, it, is it like the, uh... Are those all, like, uh... Uh, uh, usernames for like deviant art or something? No, I was. That's kind of funny if it was. Like that's, those are all Renaissance deviant art <laughs> handles. I was just doing more that their names were so crummy that they're like, we can't credit that. We'll just give credit to somebody else. And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny that uh, somehow the these Renaissance painters who were terrible at painting somehow became famous for paintings they didn't paint. Yeah. <laughs> like, the ones that we remember are the ones that Snodgrass did, yeah. you know? Uh, uh, like, the whole- the whole art community is broken. <laughs> like, people are, are getting accredited for things they didn't do. The things that are- the people who are getting accredited for it are lousy at do- at, uh, painting. Like, it also kind of makes you think that what if they'd found a- a- a lost piece of art from, like, Leonardo da Vinci or something? Yeah. And, like, there, there's this big grand unveiling, like, they find out in, like, a storehouse, like, wow, we found, like, this, this, wrapped behind a wall is a painting from, you know, by Leonardo da Vinci. This is personal effects, yeah. and, like, they don't look at it until, like, a big gala event, you know, to unveil a, a Leonardo da Vinci painting that no one has ever seen. Yeah. And they pull it off, and it's just something really stupid and vulgar. It's like a penis with wings or something. <laughs> and... <gasps> Like, the, do you think that would, do you think that would lower the value of the rest it, of his it, works? It, it could, it, it might. <laughs> like, I imagine it's, uh, I imagine it's in that sketchbook that had the Ventruvian man in it. <laughs> like, it's like all these, uh, advanced, uh, sketches, and then one, like, the, it has the helicopter. Oh, I know this, this is more Michelangelo than Leonardo, but like, uh, uh, like it has the sketches of the Ventruvian man. Uh, it has uh, his helicopter's yeah. parachute, and then just uh, in the same uh, pencil sketch drawing, a penis with wings. Yeah, and it's like it takes up like an entire page, mm -hmm. and like he goes very detailed, but he puts like funny things on it, like like lol or something. Like he just puts really dumb shit to make it look like he was uh, just doodling. Like he, he it, like he puts race flames on it. Race car flames. <laughs> it goes faster. Yeah. And, and Mrs. Da Vinci's like, it goes fast enough. Trust me. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, I imagine also, you know, uh, every once in a while, like, when the news comes up, uh, you'll, you'll read an article about scientists took an x-ray of the, of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, the, uh, of, uh, Whistler's mother and saw, uh, different, uh, 
different versions of Whistler's mother. Yeah. I, and I imagine they do the same thing with these uh, paintings, and it's just the shitty stick figures. Yep, I was, I was gonna- uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, because that was something I was gonna say when we were doing the stick, because I thought you were gonna go something else. I thought you were gonna be like, they, they x-rayed, and Mona Lisa's got a- she got- she got a thundercock. I don't know why he <laughs> drew that under the robes, but- uh, It's, uh, indefinitely, you know, you know, I, you know, I guess art is subjective. <laughs> like, uh, man, Dolly had a really, really weird phase, too. I, I imagine Dolly is... Melting cocks. I, I, no, I, I imagine, <laughs> like, you x-ray Dolly's work, and it, it's these scenic, uh... Just still lives. It, it, it's it makes sense. Like it's 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 downright boring. It's or or it's some uh, uh, frilly rococo painting of a of a girl on a frilly swing <laughs> by uh, you know surrounded by flowers or just something that you would not imagine Dolly doing. Uh, or I wonder because now we can get to Andy Warhol and yeah. be like underneath his soup can. It turns out that it was uh, like. No, no, just soup. Just soup. I, it'd be funny if it was just soup inside. Like, if they x-rayed it and it's just soup, like, like it's liquid. the content yeah, of, of, the can. of the can. Like, you x-ray it and it's little chunks of chicken and noodles and, like, and, and uh, celery. If that happened, I would, I would be like, you know, I think I finally get this artist. Like, if he did that, like, that would imply that somehow he knew that uh, they would be able to, like, science would somehow be able to see through the layers of his paint. It's like, it's... It, it's definitely one of those moments where I'd go, you know what? Maybe he actually was ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah. If uh, it, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, if he, if if there are, uh, if there are soup contents behind the soup, uh, in the in his famous soup can painting, then yeah, he, uh, you know, with the intent that somehow we would see this, then yeah, he was way ahead of his time. Uh, and it very well could be because I don't think they. I mean, it's so early. They probably didn't don't X-ray paintings like that. Yeah. But they might in a hundred years. Also, I, I the last one I want to do is Jackson Pollock. Uh, they X-ray his paintings. I imagine like they just find his ex-girlfriend or his ex-wife's name under there, and he just threw it on there <laughs> to cover it up. I, I imagine uh, they X-ray. Uh, a Jackson Pollock painting and find the treasure map to One-Eyed Willie. <laughs> like, it's been hiding here the whole time? Each splatter represents a location. Each color is a different way to go. It's it's like, it's a literal map yeah. of, uh, it's almost like Michael Schofield's prison tattoos. You know, yeah. that's like the blueprints just covered up in art. Like, you, you just need the right overlay over it and it makes sense. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is, guys, do you know what this is? What is it? This is a blueprint of Fort Knox. That's impossible. How, how, how do you know how do you know how to get into Fort Knox? Watch this. Oh my gosh. What'd you do? I put an overlay on. Okay, I know you okay. couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh my goodness. What do we do now? No, no, no. Put rob, it on the wall. We rob Fort Knox. What do you mean, what do we do now? You know, Pollock was kind of weird because. A big part of this plan involves jetpacks. And... Jetpacks were just invented. And they're- they're still not even good. Like, uh, I, I can tell you right now, we are not getting in by jetpack. Uh, Alright, then I guess we got- Man was not meant to rob Fort Knox yet. <sighs> Guys, look what I found in- in, uh, in Jackson Pollock's, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, workshop. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is great. It's just spraying paint. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, it's like uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. And uh, wherever it goes, it leaves a, a Jackson Pollock impression on the ground or whatever it's uh, spraying onto. Uh, I and now I'm thinking, like I imagine it's not it's not his workshop. It's uh it's like a U-Haul storage like place. It's, a, it's, a, it's like an old barn. It's a it's a storage facility that got auctioned off after he died, <laughs> and they bought and they found like, well, we got a lot of stuff here. You got you know this this. Wait a minute, what's this overlay? And then that's when they find out that it's a uh, a map to. Um, to Fort Knox, and like all the different colors are different levels. You know, like red. Oh, that's underground. But you know, blue. Yeah. That's uh, above ground. And <laughs> I, I imagine they find a bunch of overlays. Like it's just overlays for all of his paintings. But the th the problem is, is that they're not labeled for which painting. So they have to like trial and error till they find the right yeah. one. And someone, uh, and I imagine someone puts an overlay on a painting he didn't paint. And, you know, it makes a map. Hmm. So, and so someone has to, like, develop a program or an AI to, to pair these uh, overlays with different famous paintings. And, it, and I imagine that it comes down to there's, like, one really old uh, art scholar who's been studying paintings all their life. And, you know, I want to say, I want to say it's a little old lady who's been studying paintings. She's been, you know, at museums all these times and, yeah. and like she, she runs different, like, you know, uh, she's been on the board of museums and everything. Uh -huh. And then she finds this and it's a globe trotting adventure to rob Fort Knox and other places with this little old lady leading the charge. <laughs> like I'm talking like 70, 80 years old. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's. Jetpack Granny, as we'll call it. <laughs> Jetpack Granny. She steals your art and she steals your soul. Jetpack Granny. Don't you tell her that she's too old. <laughs> and, uh, though I was going a different direction. Like, I, I imagine, uh, uh, it's an AI just comparing these overlays with different, uh, forms of art and it just goes by what it finds on the internet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a bunch of different colleges and different, uh, uh, art databases it goes through until it finally hits a match and it wasn't art at all uh, but just for some reason it lines up perfectly with the Voynich manuscript oh so uh... somehow uh, Jackson Pollock d decoded the Voynich manuscript and kept it to himself and it's like, oh my goodness but maybe maybe that and that's why he he used it to build like advanced things. Yeah, like uh, in the in the same storage facility, there were these uh, prototype uh, inventions that kind of look uh, like they're designed in a similar way from the Voynich manuscript. And I imagine once he figured out once what this device does, that's when he had to dismantle it and hide everything. I imagine, well, I imagine that it's, like, it's a series of different things that he can, you know, that he puts together, yeah. like a, a paint gun that, because it's, it's, it's gotta be paint, you know, they're yeah. artists, it's gotta be, where you shoot someone and it turns them into paint, <laughs> like, like, okay, cool, and then that, that, that paint that gets left somewhere, that's now art. Wait, so it's like, uh, so it's like the paint equivalent of the shadow left behind during a nuke? Uh, yeah, but less, maybe a little bit less dark than that. I, I don't know how, what other way to describe fake. it. <laughs> like you shoot them and they just, 
they become paint. That's that's terrible. And like to, at the end of the day, there's no difference between our two analogies. I know, but one is making art. <laughs> uh, is it though? The art or is it still making a crime scene? <laughs> the art community doesn't know the difference, so they buy the paints and the paintings and everything. It's uh, you know we joke. I joke, but that would be a very if there was a book or a movie where the there's a a homicidal artist yeah and this is how he's making his art like with by turning people into paint and letting their basic their bodies become the art that's an interesting story i think i could get behind this well, I'd be like, all right, we'll see how the hell they stop this fucking guy. Uh, I'd be more curious about how he turns people into paint. The process? Yeah. Don't worry, we'll, we'll have a whole chapter about the process. I want that pretty early on. Well, it's chapter... You can't put it very early on. Uh, like, uh, you if gotta, you want my suspension of disbelief. Yeah, but you gotta have a little- you gotta have a little bit of suspense in that disbelief. Uh, yeah, but all I have is disbelief. If you just- if you tell someone on pay- if you did- Chapter one of the Da Vinci Code, like, all right, well, this is what it's about. This is what the whole thing is. It wouldn't be very fun. You have to, uh, you have to get to that point. I, I guess, but they're not turning people into yeah, paint. Yeah, it, it's it's a little bit more believable. I <laughs> see. It's like uh, you're gonna be following this guy. Like, what is? It's to me, it is a like. Did 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 you have to know exactly how the the Grinch stole all of Christmas? Like I'm, I'm thinking of it's more of a, uh, it's more of a Soylent Green type twist. Where at the end they're like, this artist, we know that these people are disappearing. We don't know what he does with them, and but it, we do know that every time there's a disappearance, there's a new painting, and it goes on sale for a lot of money. He names them after the person that's disappeared, like, uh. and like, and, and then they, the the people investigating, they find maybe about two thirds point, they find out that he's been. He's made this gun that turns people into paint, rearranges their molecules into paint. I, I, I'm gonna say the the uh, the break in the case is when uh, there there's a crime scene. Uh, they come across another crime scene, okay. and uh, a person was mostly turned into paint. Uh, the only thing that was left behind was like a head or maybe an arm. Hmm. And when the new painting comes out, it's missing the very same limb okay. uh, that is uh, that that is uh, at the crime scene. See, I imagine the paint like at towards the head area almost has like a like a, a bellow of of pain constantly on the the the, the, the medium <laughs> that's like the the paint like it's in the shape of almost a person, but yeah. it's like their soul is suffering through the paint. And so it's even creepier. <laughs> you just can't have anything where someone's no, happy. No one can ever be happy. Even even in the dead. But what I imagine is, because the paintings are terrifying to them, yeah. but they know somehow it's involved, they just don't know what, and... So uh, the, the paintings are just some horror, some kind of horror hellscape, or...? Well, no, I imagine it's almost like a Pollock, Jackson Pollock-esque type of splash. Yeah. It's just, uh, or a shadow. If you will, okay. Um, but it's just that they have sad faces, <laughs> uh, or you know something that looks sad. But I imagine that uh, what happens is they eventually they they get one of these paintings, or they find one of these paintings, or they interview someone who has one of these paintings, and they take like a, a piece of the paint chip, yeah, and they find human DNA in it. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was kind of thinking as well. Like maybe they they take they test the uh, uh, the paint for. Anything, and do find uh, DNA. 
Uh, and it's a match for the victims. Yep, exactly. But, uh, and I imagine they don't catch the, uh, I imagine they don't, they don't catch the killer, like, uh, his, his final work is himself. Yeah, the artist. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he, you know, he said he's always wanted to put himself in his own work, and, and, and he, he, he is the last painting. And it's the only one that's smiling. Yep. I will, I will draw pictures of how I... For you, uh, for you, Britain. You don't have to. I'm going to. You know. And if uh, if you want to see the pictures, just go to our Patreon page. Yeah. And um, yeah, we don't have one. We don't have one. No. Yet. yet. Uh, if you if you want to see a Patreon page, then comment how much you would pay for it. You want if you want if you want to pay to see Mark's shitty pictures of a uh, you don't know if, man. You don't know if it's gonna be shitty. You know it's gonna be shitty. <laughs> it's not gonna be shitty. I'm a good I'm a good art I'm a good artist. I tell him all the time I'm a good artist. I'm looking at Davy Jones right now who <laughs> says a, a different that's story. That's a good picture of Davy Jones. Get out of here. <laughs> that is the worst picture of a monkey I've ever seen. That's not a monkey. It's the Davy Jones from Oh not from, from the Pirates. Monkey. Not from the monkey? No it's the Pirates of the Caribbean Davy Jones. Oh Still shitty, though. <laughs> Man, I drew it for you. <laughs> I wish you didn't. <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh... And that's the story of... Uh, that, that, that's the story of a lot of stuff. Uh, art, you know, art theft, uh, murder... Intrigue and love. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there was a love. We can shoehorn a love story in. Oh, I love your paintings. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh wow, that's what a great you... painting. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, what a huge brush. <laughs> On that note, um, I don't remember. Night Flyer. Night Flyer. Eh. It, it, not not the best movie. Yep. A bit slow. Uh, kind of. It, it, it's kind of one of those. Uh, the the main character is always a step behind, and it's a chase to to get the killer. But nothing if, happens. If you've seen movies like Boggy Creek Two, you know where yeah. a lot of the story is someone doing an investigation with. A, a, does not dozen, but with everyone having their own personal flashback yeah. for the uh, for our hero, uh, then you might like something like this. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen by far, but it's not very good either. I'd give it four stars. It's uh, not I a might fart. Give, I might give it a th might give it three. Three myself. stars. Like I don't think it it's was, a fart movie, but it's not a fart movie. But it definitely sees fart movies from where it lives. Like yeah, it's not a good movie. I think four stars is fair, but three stars is fair too. Yeah. All right, um, so that'll be it. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOPs. <laughs>